guys, what's going on? Welcome back to another episode of the Arsenio Buck Show. Here we go, Dale Carnegie, it's a review, how to stop wearing to start living. Find yourself and be yourself. Remember, there is no one else in the world like you. That's all you need, you, that's all you really need to know. See, a lot of people are unwilling to be their self because of their complexes. They're unwilling to be their, themselves because they're seeking others' approval. People are constantly trying to people please. People are trying to conform so they can be accepted in different groups. How many times throughout your schools, your years, your co-workers, whatever it may be, that you tried your hardest to join that group? I was just thinking about that this morning while I was listening to this beautiful audiobook, which I'm now listening to, although I read about three years ago. And I used to hang around with the geekest of geeks. One guy's name was Marlon, Filipino-American. Another one's name was Rebecca Da Silva. I think she was Indian and Portuguese-American. Mexican-American, you name it. We had all different types of colors. Filipino-American, yeah, well, I already named that. But Thai-American, I think, I believe, too. And we were working for this convention, and they were just so geekish. My goodness gracious. They were acting like they were like five years old, but not even five-year-olds would act like extreme geeks like that. Just holding a sign, listening to their language, I felt so out of place. But I felt like I really wanted to be like them. I wanted to hang out with them so I could be accepted. How many times have you felt that you've been in that position? See, that's us trying to be someone that we are not. Another time, I remember sitting on top of a rooftop at a condominium in the heart of the CBD of Melbourne. Had a friend by the name of Mishka, was her nickname. Romishka was her face, first name. From good old Mauritius. You had uh, friends from Indonesia. You had, uh, I can't remember their faces. I really can't. But there were just a wide variety of them. And you know, I sat there. They were having a conversation amongst themselves. I couldn't include myself in the conversation or anything. I was just laughing, responding. And it just felt like I wasn't even there. And this group of about six people sitting in a circle, I'm over here trying to include myself in a conversation. And then finally, you know, all the attention at one given moment came towards me and it was something about Facebook. And I was like, yeah, man, I would love to add you guys on Facebook. Everyone looked at me and then they just continued. Do you know how fucking out of place I felt? See, this is the problem because we want to fit in instead of sitting at our own table. That's how it is. And that's what it is. The majority of us, we seek for approval, but you don't even approve yourself. It's kind of like Hollywood, right? How many people in, in the NBA, NFL, all those jackasses? No offense to them, but I just think, you know, a lot of people look up to them for all the wrong reasons. Okay, work ethic, but I know a lot of people with great work ethic. My work ethic is pretty okay. It's okay. It's probably like a 6 out of 10. You know, if I put it up to 10 out of 10, oh my God, I'd be skyrocketing. And that's what I'm building on right now. But, you know, from my perspective... People look up to NBA players, for example. People want to be like Michael Jordan. I'm like, fuck off. Don't be like him. Fuck him. Be you. You know, LeBron James, he tries his hardest to be like Michael Jordan. And it's a goddamn shame. A lot of people say, no, but he really admires him. Admiring him? Okay. But you don't want to grow, your, grow up your entire life trying to be someone that you are not. If you want to have his fundamentals, his shot, whatever it may be, like such as what Kobe Bryant did. You know, him adopting a lot of the way that, you know, uh, Jordan did his turnaround fades and all that other stuff. Fine, by all means. But there will never be another Kobe Bryant. There will never be another Michael Jordan. There will never be another anything. Stop trying to be someone else, please. And so, if we look at Hollywood, I think 
or, or, or you know, there was a conversation that erupted after Magic Johnson posted a comment about Beyonce being one of the greatest performers and didn't even mention Muhammad Ali's name. And I was like, what, 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 what? Beyonce performer? Are you kidding me? And you're putting, you're not even mentioning Muhammad Ali. Are you kidding me? Or you're putting her in the same sentence as Muhammad Ali? Someone who freed hostages and helped a generation of black people overcome turmoil? A man that was turned away from a restaurant in Louisville, Kentucky, and they said, oh, sorry, we don't serve Negroes here? You're putting him in the same fucking sentence of a girl that literally just has the biggest ass ever, and she literally married a guy that was already half a billionaire? Holy shit! If that's what you want to do, okay. But a lot of people look up to her. I want to be just like Beyonce. They get the lips. Like Kim Kardashian. Holy fuck, how mindfuck do you, want, do you have to be to be a human being like that? She literally transformed her entire body. She was already a beautiful soul back in 2005. She now looks completely disfigured and disoriented. But people are getting those fillers in their lips and their face. They're altering their facial structure to look like someone that they're not. This is all I'm trying to plead to you guys about. Don't do that. You know, one of the biggest biggest mistakes in in, in, in getting a job is that people, they want... And this is what I see, the trash on LinkedIn... And this is why I think LinkedIn is just a bunch of garbage. I don't really post on there anymore. I could give a damn. Um, it was good two years ago, and now, I mean, I just feel like everyone has a hidden agenda, and they're all just, they really don't care about one another. You know, every time I try reaching out to someone and building up something, other than the great guy that I met from Morocco, shout out to you, living in Makaresh or Casablanca, big shout out to you. But other than that, meeting Americans or folks from the UK, it's just completely impossible meeting anyone on that piece of shit ass, ridiculous website. And I always see these trendy, oh, this is getting a lot of views and a lot of likes and all this. I see these things happen all the time and I'm like, what? So I looked at it and they were like, job interview, job interview, job interview, job, 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 job. There are no more jobs in America. More than 32 million people are unemployed. One in every six people, 400,000 people have been laid off in the state of Tennessee. One in six people are unemployed in the state of Tennessee. Now, we could talk about jobs some other time. Jobs are trash. I've already told you that. And this is why I'm going to succeed. I'm succeeding significantly right now. But anyways, in saying that, I want to stay on topic here. People go into job interviews and they're trying to tell... It's kind of like when someone says, so tell me about yourself. And people say, oh, this is the most important part of the job interview. There was a lady from America that interviewed me for a job in Chile. And again, if I had gotten a job in Chile, would I have left Thailand at that time? Probably not. Probably not. No chance. No chance. No chance. But if I think about it, if think about Chile in general, that was a very, uh, the, it, that was a moment that made me realize, man. I don't fucking need these bullshit-ass jobs. She emailed me uh, a week later. She said, oh, sorry, um, we're gonna, we decided to go with another candidate because they were more qualified. And I was like, well, I wasn't really going to accept that job. And more qualified, that doesn't exist to me. There's no such thing as qualification. See, when I go into jobs and they say, so tell me about yourself. This is how I win jobs. If you don't accept me, by all means, fuck off. You know, there was one job interview that I felt just before that, two months before, I got denied for the Chile job, although I would have never taken that job. It was AUA. is one of a, a 67, probably 70-year-old company out here in Thailand that has probably taken a massive hit. But this specific company, the guy was sitting in there. We talked it up. We chatted it up. I thought it was the most amazing interview ever. However, the lady who was Thai at the time, 2017, she probably saw me, and she did by a glimpse, and he said he was interviewing only two people. 
It was me and some other guy. Now, unless that other guy had the best suit on and he had qualifications or this or that and he worked at different companies and I was going to do the whole corporate thing. It's crazy because last year was the best corporate year of my life. But he never called me. I did a follow-up. I said, hey, here are my certificates. Here you go. Here you go. Never called me. Never followed up. And I just kept waiting, waiting, waiting for like three weeks and I thought he was going to call me. He never did. Well, I was myself. And if you didn't accept it, goodbye. If that lady didn't accept the color guy, goodbye. Back at the time. This is me speaking at a dying paradigm of 2017. But looking back at that, I'm just like, wow, that's amazing. I am so happy that I got denied that job. Because if I didn't get denied that job, where the fuck would I be right now? Oh my God, there's no way a podcast or this or that. There's no shot. No way in hell. And this is why I am truly grateful for this process. So a lot of you right now, you, you, you give an answer and then, but the thing is, no one wants a counterfeit answer. I got denied a job through 2002 at, uh, 2012 at Caesars Palace. It's a hotel, I think only in Las Vegas. I can't remember, or maybe Macau too, but pretty dog shit. Uh, fat white guy and these rude, angry looking ass Mexican people, Mexican Americans, of course. And they were just looking at me like, like it was an interrogation. Like I was in a fucking room in a movie. None of them broke a smile. And now I didn't have a tie, didn't have a suit. But they judged me based on not having a tie and not having a suit. I said, goodbye. And I remember the girl, Susie Juarez. She messaged me after. She's like, oh my God, you didn't have this, didn't have this. No bueno. No bueno means no good. I said, if you're going to judge a man based on not having a jacket or a tie and I don't even have one. Of course, didn't have one at the time. Fuck off. Thank God, man. Two months later, I got my job back and ended up having one of the most amazing years of my life. Doing amazing things and left America for good back in 2013. Everything happens for a reason. But I'm not going to change who I am. Guess what? I didn't have a suit. So if you're only going to hire me, you're going to hire me only if I have a suit. Fuck you. Be who you are, people. And people don't accept it. Goodbye. It's kind of like my teeth. Let's talk about my teeth. My teeth. Okay. A lot of people would make fun of me. Some weird people have made fun of me on some of the chat apps that I've been on for like, I don't know, like back in the day. Uh, they, they would say something about your teeth, but then other people would say, I love your smile. And I'm like, you know what? I love me no matter what. But when I was a kid, they always called, called me Snagatooth, Bucktooth, because I, I, I had a gap in my teeth. Of course, the diastema right there in my centrals, uh, in my maxillary arch, right? The top arch. Getting all those dental terms out. And then my bottom incisors, my bottom four front teeth, you know, they're a little bit, uh, they're mal-aligned, meaning they are not lined. And I remember that there was a guy by the name of Dr. J. Park. Biggest dickhead on the planet, by the way. Out there in America, of course. Oh my god, they're all assholes. Uh, no offense to all asshole doctors, but if you're an asshole, you're an asshole, right? If you're a dentist and you're an asshole, you're an asshole. But if you're not an asshole, I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. So, Dr. J. Park, he, uh, I told him, I said, like, I want to get braces. He said, why? I said, oh, man, I want to close his teeth. But he said, that's your personality. That's who you are. And I thought about it. I was like, Arsenio, if you get your braces, who would it be for? I think I said this in some podcast that's going to be uploading uh, this upcoming week or the week after. I can't remember. But to just give you some perspective, think about it. Just think about it. Just like when I wore the clothes. I needed to go get over that limited belief because I was trying to be someone I wasn't. 
I was buying all these clothes, man. Do you know how many suits I got? I wear one that red jacket, that red blazer I wear only on Christmas. The other ones I wear during uh, corporate, you know, corporate gigs and whatnot. But that's about it. I never wear that suit unless it's some kind of interview where I have to go to, of course, Honda or other companies. But that's all finished this year. And luckily, I could just work online and get paid more than that. Uh, but guys. Did I buy those suits for me or did I buy those suits to be accepted? I bought those suits to be accepted. See, I was not being myself. There's only one Arsenio. And going back to my teeth, you know, Michael Strahan, he made a, he made a career off that, off that gap that he has in his teeth. And he's one of the greatest defensive ends that ever played football. So now being at 32, I'm like, do I really want to get braces and change? And I asked this girl who I was speaking to at the time. Um, I wouldn't call her a friend. She's like a, a, an acquaintance that comes and goes. I'm never going to speak to her again, by the way. Uh, she's an asshole. Uh, dental hygienist, of course, America. Uh, and this lady, and I told her, I said, hey, if I get braces, will my face change? She says, yes. I said, fuck off. <laughs> yeah, I'm never going to get my braces. You're not going to change my face. I'm sorry. No, thank you. She said, yeah, well, the jaw and the top jaw and these things are going to change and your face won't look. I'm, I'm like, what? So you, I'm basically going to be looking at it a completely different person? That's what you're saying? Like, okay, I still got my eyes, my nose, my mouth and everything, but my whole jaw structure and everything, structure and everything would change. Who the fuck are you doing this for? What are you doing everything for in your life? Are you doing it for you? And if you're not, are you really... That person, remember that Lisa, you know what Lisa Nichols said in the movie The Secret the brown hips, the mocha hips, the chocolate skin, all that good stuff. Arsenio, I'm a cappuccino, brother. I'm black, whatever you want to call it, whoever, whatever you want to put, whatever try, whatever limitations you try to put on me, which is impossible. But I am Arsenio Buck. There's never going to be another person in the world like me. See, and just like you, when you were born, 23 chromosomes from your mother. And your father, 46 total, 300 billion chance of you becoming a human being. And here you are on this planet, not soaking in the opportunity of becoming the best you. Not so much for the legacy. We're always going to look back on what Martin Luther King did, the Muhammad Ali's, the Mahatma Gandhi, you know, those amazing figures of the past. Because we always learn from them. And we always learn something new. It's always besets on our ear differently. But my goal is never to become another Muhammad Ali or Martin Luther King. I am Arsenio Buck. And that's, I'm going to become the best Arsenio Buck there is because there will never be another one like me. So is there going to be another one like you? No. So what is stopping you from becoming the best version of you? I'm your host as always, over and out.